Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. It is a warm, sunny afternoon. Nice. Probably one of our last for a while. The rain comes this weekend, which I have to say, I'm glad. I'm ready for some rain. It's been dry. This has been our longest, the, the longest stretch with as little rain as we've gotten in all of history, all of recorded weather history for our area. Yeah, which you got to understand, if, if any if any of you are familiar with the uh, Northwest, which is where we live in the Pacific Northwest. Northwest U.S. USA. So I'm eating pumpkin bread. David, uh, give me a wonderful slice of pumpkin bread. My wife Your made wife the made some excellent pumpkin I don't pumpkin cook. Bread. So. <laughs> but, uh... Anyway, yeah, so... You gotta understand the Northwest is predominantly known to be rainy. You know, Seattle, Portland, kind of very classic rainy type of weather. And I think, I don't know the exact record, but I think it's something like over the last 80 days, there's only been one day of measurable mm-hmm. rain. Something like that, mm-hmm. right? Unbelievable yeah. for this for this area. Well, yeah. And so like in an area, so Astoria, not Seattle, but Astoria... Right is the rainiest place on Earth. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think I think it's Astoria. Not surprising because it's right on the beach, right yeah. on that kind of north, that northwest and tip of. And it's in the it's at the mouth of the Columbia, so yep. a lot of clouds and rain kind of gets sucked into that. So it, it's either it's either the rainiest or it has the least sunny days. It's got the most cloudy <laughs> days. I can't remember. E- either either those records are not Something records like you want to. Those are not <laughs> records you want to keep or have. So and and Astoria is what an hour away. A little bit more. Yeah, so like for a for a place where where that's the norm, where the it's the rainiest, cloudiest place on earth, to have had basically eighty, ninety days of sunshine right. is remarkable. Unbelievable. Which so so we've had a lot of construction, which you experienced on the way out here. Oh today. my goodness. We've had a lot of construction around not just our house, but like the main road for a while, the basically main everywhere between where I was driving and anywhere we wanted to go, there's a ton of construction. <laughs> so, um, with construction comes a lot of dust dirt. and dirt. Yeah. And so like all the plants all around here and all along the freeway are just covered in this dirt. So I'm really looking forward to just Friday night, Friday evening, off. the rain is coming Wash it off. and the world will be clean again. Hello. So man, it's our last sunny couple of days. Yeah, you know, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I really enjoyed, you know, the, uh, the warm weather and it's been sunny and but there's a little bit of crisp and coolness with that fall because um, mm-hmm. it's mid October, you know, mm-hmm. or getting close to mid October. And, and, uh, so things are getting cold, but man, it's so not here, not in the worship ministry catalyst studio. No, it is warm in here. It is, uh, 85 degrees. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought it felt a little warm in here. 
And by studio, we are back in my garage. Back in the garage. And yes, I am talking with a mouthful of pumpkin uh, bread. pumpkin bread in the mouth. And that's okay. That's okay. Hey, so, you know one thing we haven't really talked about? I could to- open the garage door. Nah. If you're, that, if you're no, too warm. No. Although it is really nice. It's a beautiful... See, this is when... Do you want me to open the door? No. We could have our first outdoor podcast. Ah. We've never had an outdoor podcast. Uh, you think it'll be too noisy? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be any, any noisier than my kids in the background. <laughs> I, guess so. I guess we could, because who knows when we'll ever be able to uh, to do this again. Are you going to do it? He's going to do it. He's hitting the garage door. Oh, boy. This is, this is exciting. Look at that. Glorious sun. Oh, and you feel the, the breeze. Yeah. Man, it was warm in here. It is. I can feel the temperature change. Of course, change. now, as soon as I do this, my kids are going to go out front and start riding their bikes. Yeah, but that's okay. Ooh, I feel nice, cool air now. Doesn't that feel good? That feels good. So, this is fun. This is, like, probably one of the coolest episodes we've ever done, David. This because is like, yeah, we've... Because we're sitting in in this, uh, and, and FYI, um, I don't know if you can post a picture of this and put it, on, picture, yeah. put it on uh, on the, the show notes or put it on the website. I will post a picture from my garage because that's pretty messy, but <laughs> I'll post the other picture. Okay. But David, um, David built this amazing, amazing uh, desk. And, and when I say desk, what I mean is like a colossal... Um, it's like a workstation. It's like a it's, no. It, it's it's like, like it's like three workstations. It's like NASA. <laughs> it's like NASA. <laughs> there's there's the um one episode of The Office from like season five, I think, where except this is bigger than that. Where Dwight tries yeah. to do the the desk clump thing, whatever. He, what did he call Megadesk. it? Mega desk. Yes, yes. mega desk. This is bigger than mega desk. Um, mm-hmm. from The Office, and uh, what it basically is is like a giant workstation with uh. Uh, racks and compartments and so he's got all his audio gear mounted he's got stuff for his keyboard and then he's got this excellent little uh excellent little desk right here where uh where the two of us can just sit and and look at each other and converse um because we've always had something between us you know so yeah it's always been not the best situation i'm I'm sitting on a couch and you're like uh, over there whatever and now it's like we are in a real it's like we're in a real studio yeah so when i built it like i looked at a bunch of radio station setups and was like i want to feel like i'm a dj i mean we're doing a podcast we are like we're literally in the broadcasting we're in the production industry. We're in yes. the industry. And, you know, we've been there for a while. So yep. we're legit now. Yeah, and this is episode baby. 119. So come on. So, you know, it's about time we start feeling legit. So yeah. now we are legit podcasters. So, all that to say, this might easily be the coolest podcast we've ever done, David, because we have Megadesk. We have Megadesk. And we have the garage door open. And it is an amazingly beautiful fall day in the Northwest. It's. And we're eating pumpkin bread. Pumpkin bread that my wife made. Come on. And Santa's up there with his nose in the corner. So. <laughs> he's, he's waiting for Christmas. He's just he's just chilling there, waiting his time. Yeah. He's just biding his time. No, this is a, a great day, great episode. Uh, I'm glad we're doing this, man. I'm glad we are. Yeah, it's been a while. It has, so, and... So it's good to kind of be speaking of Yeah, it. speaking of uh, been a while, um, you know what we haven't talked about in a while? Football. College football. So I what know. do you think? Buckeyes and Ducks both, both un, uh, uh, undefeated. Unbe- undefeated. Yeah, they're both undefeated. Mm-hmm. Braxton Miller, uh, amazing. Doing. He's looking pretty good. He's getting a lot Although of he's Heisman. He's looking a little weak. I mean, he gets injured like every game. So yeah, he's got to stay healthy. But he's yeah. getting some Heisman buzz. 
Um, for a while, D'Anthony Thomas was all the rage. Uh, you know, Heisman talk. He's kind of he hasn't. He's had kind of a couple weak mm-hmm. games. Uh, so he's. Uh, but he's still in. I think Heisman contention. If he could have some yeah. really good games, some good carries. That's too bad that we're banned from postseason because <laughs> I if, know. you know if you guys don't go to the championship game, we'd be playing in the yeah the Rose, Bowl. The Rose Bowl. Yeah, it, yeah. it would. I mean, it could very easily be Ohio State and Ducks in the Rose Bowl. As it's gonna end up though you're going to be playing like Michigan who's the only other Big 10 team ranked right now is Michigan and they're 25th. Yeah. So well I'm holding out hope that we can keep our number 2 spot or maybe even slip to number 1 um and uh play Alabama, you know, in the BCS. I mean that would be huge. Mm-hmm. I don't know cuz we're we're what we're at week 6 right now or week 7 and um you know there's still a lot of football left. A lot yeah, of football the left. Toughest part of your schedule is left. Yeah, I know because we got we got Stanford coming up in a couple mm-hmm. games. We have USC, mm-hmm. and then surprise, surprise, the Beavers. Yeah, except their quarterback. Their quarterback. Are, I know he has got injured, so, so you won't be worried about them anymore. Yeah, but man, Beavers, I think at least as of now, are ranked number ten. Something crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time the Beavers were ranked in the top ten. Yeah, and they're going to get clobbered this weekend, though, so they'll plummet pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing BYU, but... Um, Doesn't matter. They I, I don't think, have it without their, with their yeah, quarterback yeah, who's thrown he for 1,700 kinda, yards or something. Yeah, so. he was kind of... Uh, he was carrying everyone on his shoulders there, and yeah. uh, I mean, I, I don't know much about their backup guys, so... Nobody does. No one. <laughs> he's yeah. untested. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. So for us, we're not playing any postseason. We don't get to play in the Big Ten. We but don't you guys get are to... playing some great football, and Braxton Miller is uh, doing a heck of a job. I watched the um, uh, who was it Ohio? Uh, who was it Ohio State played last week? Last week was Nebraska. That's who it was. Yeah, I watched that game because I think it we was just on. Thumped them. Yeah, it was. Uh, I felt good about that one. You felt good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're a Nebraska fan. But... Uh, that's okay. And then and then we uh, yeah we. We uh, brought it to the Huskies on um, mm-hmm. on Saturday. That was a uh, that was yeah that was you know it was one of those things where people were like oh yeah you know the Huskies will will be a good challenge um, you know yeah. a, a ranked ranked Husky I think they were twenty third or something. Which Washington State was more of a challenge than I know UW. right <laughs> well yeah yeah interesting yeah we had a lousy second half against the Cougars mm-hmm. um, but you know third fourth quarter we we brought it back but. Yeah, I think going into halftime, uh, gosh, like Ducks were only up by like a touchdown or a score or something. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was still within reach. It was. It was within reason. And but, it's then like, the, but then the Cougars only scored once after <laughs> the halftime. You guys scored like twelve times. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ducks brought their speed. Their so uh, patented speed. We're gonna have to pause for a second for oh. station identification. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. Sorry, my wife had to go take my daughter to a cheerleading camp. My Whew. daughter, six-year-old daughter's going through cheerleading camp this week. I'm not exactly thrilled about that. But <laughs> it's a, tell me how you feel. <laughs> I've never been a real big fan of cheerleading. So if you're a cheerleader, I'm sorry. But especially when you start trying to argue that it's a sport. Like I've had so <laughs> many cheerleaders argue with me that what they do is a sport. I just don't buy it. I mean, like cheerleading itself okay maybe the gymnastics and the dance part of it when you're doing those competitions and stuff but the, the raw raw yeah but like go team know, go yeah there's a plane flying by wow so a little uh that's loud is that normal no it's like an f-15 or something 
Wow. That's like a a low flying big beefy. Yeah, like that's not a sound effect either. That's not a sound that's effect, like real here, folks. Oh, we got the yeah. The garage door's open, so that was a risk. It would have been loud even with the garage door closed. Yeah, but. even with the. I, I don't even see it. I hear it. Do you see it? No, I don't see it. Wow, fly away. But anyway, away. so cheerleading, we're back. We're back. That's the point. We're back. Yeah, we're we were, you know, we were talking about football. I can't remember where we were, but basically, you know, ducks football are awesome. Football season's going on. Bucks rule. Ducks, D- rule ducks are great. Yeah. For Kevin. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for me, not so much, but the Bucks, yes. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, football season, best time of the year. It's a good one. Fall. So, Gotta love yeah. that. Gotta love it. Anyway, so, yeah, so, you know, we were talking today about, um, uh, Dave and I, you know, we, we were, we were chatting about this, uh, this, this concept of, um, um, you know, what, what it means, uh, to, you know, to be teachable, what it means to, um, you know, gain wisdom and input, you know, all those like biblical proverb type, you know, things that we read about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the wise man accepts instruction, you know, the wise man receives counsel and, you know, we we're, were talking how even in our, um, you know, in, in our in our daily lives, you know, we we sometimes don't always listen to that. But when it comes time to worship ministry, a lot of times I think as worship pastors, we we have a hard time receiving input and advice and counsel and and you know those kind of things. Well, I mean, there's there's a competition kind of mindset for one, like you know when you're being when you're thinking as yourself as of yourself as competing with other churches or other worship ministries or something then like like well i know everything i need to know i don't need to hear from them so you don't you don't go seeking the advice that you could actually benefit from which has been something we've always talked about sure on the podcast you know networking with those people so that you can get the get the input that you need to yeah, help solve yeah. problems and right but but it's like a lot of times i think you know we as worship leaders and worship pastors, we fall into this trap of, you know, we, we, we have things figured out and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is the way that we do it. Um, anyway, so yeah, David and I were talking about, gosh, you know, um, is there value to, to, you know, receiving help from, from other people from mm-hmm. outside sources, you know, what does that look like? Well, it reminded me of the time you've talked about a time or two where you had Miriam come. Right. Exactly. And kind of evaluate. Yep. How your worship ministry was and, and just getting an outside. I think that's probably the biggest, biggest advantage a of neutral, the whole idea. Third yeah. party, unbiased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, cause I can ask my wife, Hey honey, right. how was it? You know, Oh, it was great. You know? So yeah, it's like you, you can, you know, you, you can have all that, but getting that unbiased third party, mm-hmm. you know, that, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. And, and I think it's important. And I think, and even, but there's, also, really, no one in your church that has an unbiased opinion of what's going on, right? Because everyone's got some sort of thought agenda, or agenda axe yeah. to grind, dog in the game. Yeah. So even if they're even if they're in your corner and they're they're on your team, so to speak, or whatever, they still have they still have in their mind what it should look like, and so their their feedback, their critique is going to be based on what they think it should look like compared to whatever they have seen or you know decided worship ministry should be, whatever. Uh, from other churches, but, right. but getting a true, like you said, neutral, unbiased opinion of someone who, who has, uh, what is it? It's not, 
a broad understanding, maybe mm-hmm. a broad experience of what it could be. Yeah, or maybe they've they've had you know they they've had uh, different experiences, different venues, different. It was like Miriam. Yeah, she she led worship at a church for a long time. Yep. She was the chair of the music department of Multnomah for a long time. She led the choir at Multnomah for a long time. She's had lots of different experiences in worship. So having her come and give you feedback is a lot different than having like you know the worship leader for the youth group come and critique (laughs) (laughs) yeah what's going on yeah i mean and and not that there's anything you know wrong with that but but boy yeah having someone who is is in in a way an expert in the field Mm -hmm. i mean if you want to call miriam that but yeah you know anyway so dave and i were bouncing around this idea you know what would it look like if if as a as a worship ministry you know if if you said you know boy I'm I'm really open to ideas here. I'm open to help. I'm open to critique, which is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to say, you know, I, I'm going to I'm going to invite someone in. You know, uh, I'm going to invite someone who has done this before, who's been around the block, who knows what they're talking about. I'm going to let them come in and you know maybe maybe uh, uh, meet my sound team and and help with some of the sound mm-hmm. issues. And I'm going to have them meet with my worship team. And help with musical issues, but also worship issues. How to how to model, how to um, you know how to uh, um, you know have have uh, yeah how to how to just have a a presence, a, a model. Uh, how to be able to say you know invite people and in, engage people in worship. Um, you know to to lead a, a, a to lead a you know maybe this person you know they lead a class or or a workshop or they do something where they bring the whole team together and. And maybe there's a training time or a teaching time, and then maybe you know Sunday they they stick around, they evaluate the service, they they give you a report, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I think you know, initially you know you hear something like that, and you're like, oh, I don't need that because we're already doing things great. Mm-hmm. But man, if you do things the way you always been doing it, you'll get what you always mm-hmm. been getting. You know, it's like it's, what what's that phrase? If you do what you always done, you'll get what you always got. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and I mean, there's another company out there. I can't remember what it's called, but like, they it's basically secret. What do you call it? Secret shopping. Secret, sh- secret shopper. My yeah. sister-in-law was a secret shopper for Safeway. Well, there's a, there's a guy out there that's doing it for churches. I know. No way. But, so like, you can secret hire him. He'll, he'll just, for- <laughs> he's just going to kind of pop in and just you know examine things. You you won't know when he's going to be there or whatever. He's just going to come in and give you like a real honest evaluation. And so, um. Which it's obviously beneficial for the marketplace. Sure. I mean, because there's been a, I mean, secret shopping has been around for a long time. Right. I think it's still going on. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah. My, but, my sister-in-law is no longer a secret shopper for Safeway. So <laughs> don't worry, Safeway employers. But I mean, there's just a lot that you can learn from that, that opinion of somebody. So um, the reason we bring it up is because we're offering that now i guess <laughs> i don't know if that's the right way to put it maybe i'm offering that now maybe that's what i should say but um i am now available to come and offer that service to you so i know how i probably would feel if i was in your shoes at this point in time considering we've never like pitched anything on the podcast and it's like <laughs> oh boy here we go like they're going to they're turning it into uh to an advertisement, a commercial for their product or service or whatever. And that's not what it's going to be, but we might mention it from time to time, but, but, um, 
I was probably in that same boat where it's like, ah, I mean, there's a lot of things for me. It was always like, there's a lot of stuff I need to buy. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot of equipment I need to buy. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, if I'm going to spend money, if I'm going to spend a bunch of money, well, I would rather, I'd rather buy equipment that I can use for a long time than blow all that money on the weekend. Mm-hmm. But then, but then I started thinking about it now that I'm in that situation and it's, you know, probably because I'm in a situation where I'm trying to get people to do this that my opinion has changed, but nevertheless, the idea, you know, yeah, you can buy a new piece of equipment, you can buy a new soundboard, you can buy a new guitar, you can buy new cables and new microphones and whatever, but if what's going on that's going into that equipment, if what's going on that is on stage that people see that you can't buy equipment for, and if, if all the stuff that's going on that isn't controllable by a piece of gear isn't changing or getting better or being evaluated, then then you can buy all the equipment in the world and you're not mm-hmm. going to have the best worship ministry in the world. You know uh, what I mean? Well, because so, I mean, at some point there's got to be that, that base level of understanding and foundation. Right. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I think it's good. I think it's good to, um, you know, to, to hear and, and, and uh, see and know, you know, what, what, what can worship look like? You know, what, what's a possibility? Um, you know, cause a lot of times you may not even know what's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is, what, what is a direction we can go? Um, that might not even be open, mm-hmm. you know, in your, in your book. Um, so, so there's, so there's that, if you want to do that, if you're interested in pursuing that or talking about that, just send me an email, David at worshipministrycatalyst.com and I'd be happy to talk to you about it. Also, maybe talking about um, coaching and some doing some coaching, like a more a more one on one, you know, once a week kind of a thing, where it's a little more personal than just coming and do a weekend. Although, what I wouldn't do, just so you know, I wouldn't just do a weekend and then leave you hanging forever. I'd do I'd be more than willing to do follow up and talk to you afterwards. So, I I don't know what your experience would be with other people, but you know. I, for us, it's, and for me, I should say, it's about, it's still about network, it's about networking, being a catalyst. You know, like that's part of my call, I think. Part of my mission in life is to be a catalyst for people and to serve as a catalyst for their improvement, their involvement, to, to help them be the best that they can be, be all that you can be, right? So, um, if so, you're in the army, yeah, that is. So that's, so, you know, I'd be more than happy to be a part of that, but, um, you know, coaching, if you want something for you, maybe it's a little more personal, how, you know, how to grow as a worship leader, how to grow, blah, blah, blah. We can do that too. And so just send me an email, David, worshipministrycatalyst.com. We can start having that conversation. So. Yeah. But, you know, I think ultimately the, you know, I, I think the goal, the the heart, you know, um, that David has and and myself too, um, you know, we, we want to see worship ministries thrive, you know, and and so yeah, you know, not um, you know, th- this isn't David's pitch or whatever. I I think, you know, this is David's heart, you know, to say, man, what what can I do to help your worship ministry? Like, do you feel like you're stuck in a rut? Do you feel like you were doing the same mm-hmm. thing every single Sunday? Uh, do you think that maybe there's there's more going on? Then yeah, you know, it's like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I need help, and and that's that's the the hardest thing I was saying earlier. I, I believe, you know, as worship leaders. Gosh, you know, we, we have such a hard time sometimes admitting I need help or, or saying maybe it could be done differently or I have different ideas. Um, but I see a lot of value and I see mm-hmm. even biblical 
uh, biblical um, value in in saying, yeah, I, I need help. I, I want to improve. Um, I don't have it together. And, you know, the thing is, we, we don't have it together either. You know, it's like none of us do. Right. We're, Something we've said a thousand times. Probably. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's a that's a big, you know, I mean, that, that's kind of foundational to our Christian doctrine that we're fallen, sinful, broken people mm-hmm. who are in need of a savior. You know, mm-hmm. and and even when we have our, even when we have Savior, you know, we we still sin and we're still messed up, you know, humans. And uh, anyway, yeah, you know, I, I think um, I, I think there is there's great value in gaining help. There's great value in seeking advice and seeking counsel. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I hope you consider it, you know, and and uh, understand David's heart on that. Well, and you know, my heart isn't just for that, but just you know, I. Uh... I would, I'll also be very honest and say that I don't have a goal of, of trying to create a bunch of clones of, you know, of a worship ministry style. I mean, my goal would be to help you discover what's going to work best for your church and for your, you know, personality, your, your strengths, your, your gifts and abilities. And with the, with where your church is, who your church is, what your church is trying to do, you know, working within the confines of all that, not just trying to say, this is what Hillsong does. Right. You know, so let's so copy you, a model. Yeah. You need to have 12 people on stage every week. That's what you're, that's what you need to do to have a successful worship ministry. So, um, it would, the idea is the goal is, is like Kevin said, to, to make your worship ministry thrive, to, to do, to give you some real practical steps, real practical advice, to help your worship ministry go from being where it is to, to imagining what the next level can be. Yeah. So, um, so we say that and throw that pitch out there, but, but we do, we do believe in the idea. In fact, we believe in the idea so much that we've been podcasting for 119 episodes now. 119. On the premise that none of us are good enough to do this on our own. We all need help from one another. And so, um, and We're here just, we are on episode 119 with the garage door up and the sun is shining. And it's October 10th. 10th, is that what it is? 10, 10, 12. 10, 10, 12, what? Yeah. So, uh, it's a good day. Good day. All right. All right, so, forgot to do our information at the beginning again. Ah. We always forget that. It's going to have to be, we have to do a new bumper like we keep talking about yeah. and work it in there so it's always there. But, um... <laughs> WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. You can find us on Facebook.com slash WorshipMinistryCatalyst, Twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. You can always send an email to David at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com or Kevin at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. And you can leave us a voicemail at 360-818-4339 or you can go right to our website and right on our homepage, on the right side of the homepage, it says leave an audio message. Yes. You can leave us an audio message and we will play it on the show as long as it's clean. Uh, <laughs> Keep it clean, folks. <laughs> but be happy to do that. If you have a question that you'd like us to talk about, if you have uh, a, a verse that you just like to share, and it's like this is your theme verse that you want to share with the with our audience, just go there, leave us a message, and say this is my this is my life verse. This is why I like it, and we'll play it on the air. So that's all the time we have for this episode. We will talk to you again soon. See you later. Bye.